coming up. Can parents and their children be buddies? Welcome, everybody, to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on H.com. I'm Heather Dean, and this is the place where each week a well-known Torah scholar drops by for a visit and shares important ideas that will make home life better. This week, I'm speaking with Rabbi Zev Leff, the popular lecturer and leader of the community Moshev Matichahu. Today, we're discussing how parents and children can have a harmonious relationship, also known as Shalom Bayit. Welcome, Rabbi Zev Leff, to At Home in Jerusalem. Thank you. Okay, so what are the basic principles of uh, a harmonious relationship between parents and children? Okay, first of all, uh, parents have to prepare to be parents. Uh, Somebody gets a job or a profession, he prepares for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Parents have to prepare. The story is told, someone came to the uh, Rosh Yeshiva of the Telzer Yeshiva in Europe and he said that my wife just gave birth to a child and I want to get started right away, right, to learn how to educate him properly. So the rabbi said, you're about nine months late. Oh, my. The, um, <laughs> you have to prepare ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. And you have to also realize how important education is from the time that a child is born and on because the Torah gives special importance to all firsts. Firstborn the first shearings of the wool, wool the first fruits, mm-hmm. all first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm a um, firstborn, so I don't have a problem believing that the first is the best. <laughs> Superior, okay. But it's not the case. <laughs> okay. The first is not always the best. Okay. So why does the Torah demand that we give the first to God? Because the first is the foundation and the root of everything that comes. Mm-hmm. And therefore, how a child is educated from the beginning, from his foundation and root, is what's going to be yeah. in the future. Yeah. So education is very, very important. And you're also talking about um, training to be parents early on, the earlier the better, because also an inevitable factor of families, where there's one or more children, is the chutzpah factor, right? So I'm just wondering, how does a child's chutzpah behavior affect the shalom bias of the home? If there's okay, it depends on the age of the child. Okay. What little children do sometimes that appears to be chutzpah is not chutzpah. They're just um, uh, finding their independence and uh, and uh, trying it out. Okay. Uh, older children, obviously, uh, it becomes uh, chutzpah and arrogance or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would think that one method, uh, nothing applies to everybody, okay. right? So each situation it has to be judged on the child, his character, the parents, who's the cause of the chutzpah. Mm-hmm. But I would think that if a child learns that if he speaks with chutzpah, demands things with chutzpah, he's not going to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if he speaks nicely, mm-hmm. that's when it's possible that he'll be responded to in a positive way. Then the, the carrot and the stick usually are uh, are very effective for a child to learn that if he speaks properly, he'll get what he wants, mm-hmm. sometimes at least. And if he speaks improperly, he'll never get what he wants. Right. So it's not worth it. Right, right. So sometimes I, I hear parents say, and I'll say it myself, that I'll say to the kids, why don't you try that again? Ask me again. 
and let's let's see if we can do better. Yeah, excellent. Okay. Uh, you know, there, there's a trend of um, for parents to treat their children like their friends, peers, to be lenient or chummy, as opposed to how they were raised when parents and their children had distinct generational differences. So um, are you aware of this parenting style? Like, does it compromise a child's development if parents sort of blur the line and insinuate themselves into their children's lives? Yes, very much so. Mm. I, uh, and this doesn't only apply to parents and children. It applies to every situation of authority, mm-hmm. a rabbi and his congregants. There are many rabbis that I know that act like friends of their congregants. Mm-hmm. Right? A rabbi should be friendly, but he can't be your friend because then he's not your rabbi. There, wherever there is a, uh, a, a relationship of one who is giving the influence and one receiving, one who has the authority and one who's exposed to accept that authority for their good, Right, there has to be a certain separation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, um, the Jewish people are supposed to influence the world, but they're supposed to be separated from the world. They're not supposed to be um, separated completely, but they're supposed to be um, a certain buffer Got it. between mm-hmm. us. The same thing with parents. Mm-hmm. Parents that are their children's friends, they call each other by the first names. <laughs> Yeah. So they have two more friends, but they have no parents. The, wow. the, the Levium are the influencers of the Jewish people. They were separated from the Jewish people, right? They are... Um, right, the tribe of uh, Levi, they had... Right, so there, there has to be um, a certain distance, but on the other hand, it has to be a distance that is with love, and I'm, I'm your very loving friendly parent, but I'm your parent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm your very friendly, loving rabbi, but I'm your rabbi. Mm-hmm, I'm not mm-hmm. your friend. Mm-hmm. And if you can balance that out, then that's perfect. If the balance is lost and the parents are aloof, totally separated from their children, mm-hmm. right, and make the children feel like they're strangers, mm-hmm. that's no good. If they make them feel like they're their friends, also no good. Right. That does not sound like Shalom Bait, whereas right. uh, the earlier example. Is there an example of from the Torah that you think is one of the greatest examples of Shalom Bait between parents and child, or father, son, mother, daughter, whatever? By Yaakov Avinu, on the one hand, we learn positive things and negative things, mm-hmm. too. Uh, Yaakov Avinu dealt with his children, each one according to their... A specific personality, mm-hmm. which is something very, very positive, and let each one develop. There are 12 tribes. Each one is different. Each one has a different function. And Yaakov developed that and let them know what their strengths were, what their weaknesses were. Before he died, he blessed them. The blessing was letting them know their unique strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest blessing you can give someone, yeah. to tell them what they can do and what they can't do. Somebody um, has a terrible singing voice. And you see him going and taking out a stack of books in the library and how to be a chazan, a cantor, right? It's the biggest bracha to go to him and say, this is not for you. The first time you get up and open your mouth, people run away. So uh, uh, be an author. Do something else. This is not not for you. I'm glad you mentioned Yaakovina, Jacob, our patriarch, because he was the first of the patriarchs to have all of his children successful and give satisfaction to God. Right, exactly. And, but we learn from Yaakov also the fact that he gave something to Yosef, that mm-hmm. colored yes. uh, garment, yes. right, uh, that he caused jealousy between them. Mm-hmm. And uh, a parent should not, not that he has to give every child the same thing. 
If my daughter's getting married, I buy her a uh, wedding gown. I don't have to buy my son a wedding gown in order that they should be equal. (laughs) But my son should know that she's not getting the wedding gown on his... It's it's not coming off his cheshman. Mm -hmm. When he'll need something, he'll need a suit to get married. He'll get the suit, right? Right now, he doesn't need that, right? Children should feel that everyone gets what they need when they need it, right? Not at somebody else's expense. These are indeed very helpful insights about parents and children. Thank you so much for sharing them with us, Rabbi Leff. Thank you very much for inviting me. I consider it a tremendous merit and honor, and uh, I hope that something uh, good will come from this and people will listen to it and discuss it, and uh, that I consider a merit to myself. And thank you for listening to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast. There are many articles and audio classes about parenting on H.com. Check them out. And thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.